first, um, let's get a word of prayer first. Our Father, which art in heaven, we'd like to thank you for bringing us together on your holy Sabbath day. And we come together, our Father, which art in heaven, by your grace and mercy. And we come together to bind up every unclean spirit around the area and around the atmosphere that we're trying to cause any type of disruption or any type of not one accordance to take place. We bind up the unclean spirits and send those unclean spirits to go back to the art deceiver, the enemy where they belong in Jesus Christ's name. And our Father, which are in heaven, anoint all of us with the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit, early reign without measure. And may you please anoint us with the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit, latter reign without measure. So when we talk about the topics that we're about to get into, it would be done in love and edification and with the fruits of the Spirit. So anybody that might have a misunderstanding will be edified and have a true understanding what you want for them to know. So our Father, keep us all covered with the blood from the crown of our head to the sole of our feet. And bless the listeners that's about to listen to the topics of difficult marriage. Bless their hearing and let them be able to have more of an understanding so they can make the right decisions and the right choices in their lives. And we direct this prayer to go into the most holy place of the heavenly sanctuary. And we ask this prayer to be answered in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. So um, today, um, speaking to those that's here, as well as those who will hear this later on, um, we have actually three major topics, but we introduced another one, marriage, difficult marriage. With marriage, what we want to get into is, first of all, what is the biblical definition of marriage. We live in a time where that marriage is now between a man and, uh, so I'll say this, a male and a female. Now, in the state or the country that we're in, it is also defined today as between a male and a male. It is also defined where we live at today as female and female. So I wanna put something on here for everyone. And this is coming out of the Methodist. I'm a, can you hit that? button on this, that, that red button, yep. The Methodist Church has become the largest religious denomination in Britain to permit same-sex marriages. A vote. The Methodist Church has become the largest religious denomination in Britain to permit same-sex marriages. 
a vote to change the definition of marriage, at the Methodist Conference, on a Wednesday, overwhelmingly passed by 254 in favor, with 46 against. The freedom of conscience clauses, mean, ministers will not be forced to conduct such weddings, if, they oppose the move. Same-sex marriage, is not allowed in the Church of England, or, the Roman Catholic Church. However, it is welcomed in the Scottish Episcopal Church, the United Reformed Church, and the Quakers in Britain. The Methodist Church, is Britain's fourth largest Christian denomination, with about 164,000 members, across more than 4,000 churches. Church officials hope the first same-sex weddings, in Methodist chapels, will take place in the autumn. The Rev Sam McBradney, chair of the Dignity and Worth campaign group, said it was a momentous step on the road to justice after many years of painful conversations. Some of us have been praying for this day to come for decades and can hardly believe it is now here he said. We are so grateful to our fellow Methodists for taking this courageous step to recognize and affirm the value and worth of LGBTQ relationships. We reassure those who do not support this move, that, we, want to continue, to work, and worship, with you, in the church, we all love. However, in an emotional debate, Carolyn Lawrence, a former vice president, of the Methodist Conference, warned, there was a significant minority of Methodists, who were planning on leaving or, resigning their membership as a result of the vote. Today is a line in the sand for many people, and seen as, a significant departure, from our doctrine. Ben Riley and Jason McMahon have been together for 12 years, but have waited to marry until they could have a church wedding. Ben said, today's decision means so much and they now hope to marry in their local Methodist church in Preston. Jason, who is training to be a Methodist minister, described it as a very emotional day. To be told by the church that you are worthy, that we accept you and that you can be married, in the eyes of God, in the church, you call home, with friends, and family, it means a great deal. It has really helped me feel truly at home, within a church, that is able to embrace anybody. He said, waiting for same-sex weddings, to be permitted, had been painful but added, that he hoped, the Methodist church, could now begin to look outwards. The proposals were initially passed by the Methodist conference, in 2019, before being sent to local synods for consultation. All but one of the 30 local synods have since voted in favor of the change. Wednesday's confirmatory vote was due to take place at the 2020 conference, but that was canceled because of the COVID-19 pandemic. The changes mean the Methodist Church now holds two parallel definitions of marriage. One position says marriage can only be between a man and a woman, and the other that marriage can be between any two people. Church officials hope the dual definition will persuade conservative churches not to leave and protect ministers from discrimination claims if they refuse to marry gay couples. The Rev. Sonia Hicks, president of the Methodist Conference, said, the debate today and our wider conversation has been conducted with grace and mutual respect. As we move forward together after this historic day for our church, we must remember to continue to hold each other in prayer and to support each other respecting our differences.
So, this is just one of many poles that have been taken around the world. Mm -hmm. What is, according to the Bible, yes, sir. the first question, now if you want to, you can allow somebody else to go, but the, can you... Just introduce yourself real quick. Hey, right, my name is Greg. Um, William Mitchell was my um, friend. We've been friends ever since high school. Mm -hmm. For years, um, we've been in different, in different, you know, different uh, religions. Um, um, on the Israelites, the Hebrew Israelites. Yeah, yeah. We've, we've been with the people down like downtown speaking on the mics and everything. Yeah. Okay. And we, he also converted me to um, masonry, but he left, and uh, I left, but I still wear my jewel. But um, yes, and I'm, I'm very, very just um, spiritual, spiritual and, um, and stuff like, and everything, really. I studied with 5% um, Nation Goals of Earth, um, Dr. York. Come on. Um, I've been an Israelite, you know, where we go to these farms to sacrifice lamb and sheep. I've been so I've, basically you have been just studying searching yes. searching and studying well we want to say welcome this is our studio right here is where that you know we don't judge one another um this is uh Christian thought amen see yes. and this is what we want you to bring out the Christian thought we're we're now we were I believe the world was at a time where that God has used the indoors of buildings, mm -hmm. where that one man will stand, be able to read the scriptures, yes. as well as tell you what they mean, and will give you the answer, regardless if it's in agreement with the scriptures or not. I believe that God is fed up with that, and I believe he has always been fed up. Mm -hmm. I believe we're in the time where that God is using men and women to open up the doors of heaven for them because I believe that a lot of pastors have shut the door. It's all about tithes. It's mm -hmm. all about offerings. That's right. You know, brothers such as Brother Leon, such as Brother Will, as you have spoken, in, in, including myself, where that today, brothers and sisters is going to hear your thought, okay, on what God has put on your heart according to the scriptures. Mm -hmm. What is the biblical definition of marriage? And do you have a Bible? Do you need one? Yes. Brother Leon, can you give him one of those red Bibles right there? Um, yeah, just like my family, my family had their own churches too, you know what I'm okay. saying? But I never, uh, I never go there really. I mean, they're cool, but they're bougie. They're bougie and everything. Yeah, like, 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 they got a lot of money. And, 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 they, and they look at us, um, as the rest of the family, but they look down on us. And it really hurts us. It hurts us bad. And yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, 
I do have a lot of religions, religious um, background. My, my family got their own churches, but they don't really, to me, don't really follow follow the love of Christ. Me. So, so with that, with that, um, can you help us with what is the biblical? What does the Bible? Yes, brother. Mm -hmm. What does the Bible say? Marriage is. Before we get into that, yes, brother. Here is a question. Okay. What we just hear mm -hmm. is abomination to God. Come on. Now the question is, you are saying that you go before God to to, to unite with another man. Mm -hmm. Is God pleased with that? Which God did they go to? Bible verse right here. You better, you better read that real quick. Let's go to the book of Romans, chapter 1. And let's begin right here at verse 20, all the way down to verse 27. Hold on, Brother Will. I'm going to get this on the screen for us real quick. What book is it? Yeah, Romans. The New Testament. In the New Testament, in the book of Romans, in the first chapter, and we're starting right here at verse 20, all the way down to verse 28. We're going to end with verse 28. Okay, so you want to read first, brother? Can yes, sir. First? Okay. And um, if not, it's on the screen for you. If not, you want to start off the read. So then, since he's your guest, I'll let you start off the read, brother. Okay. For the invisible things, in verse 20 of Romans chapter 1, for the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Because that, when they knew God, they glorify him not as God. Neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man and to birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness, to the lust of their own heart, to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who change the truth of God into lie and worship and serve the creature more than the creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. Brother, verse 26. Yeah, you can read it from the screen. For this cause, God gave them up until the vile affections. affections. Well, even their women did change their natural use until that which is against nature. Verse 27. And likewise, also the men, leaving 
the natural use of the woman bird and their lust one towards another men with men working that which is unseemly and receiving uh, themselves that we recompense of the error which was meet and even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient yep. before we even go further we gotta look at reprobate reprobate meaning what a dog like mind come on remember that a dog like because if you notice, in fact, even a dumb animal like a dog don't even look at another male animal. And then when you go back into the couple of verses before we got to verse 28. So what verses do you Yeah, want? the verse right here when it tells about what God they serve. What verse number? Yeah, we go right here to verse, um, let me see. When it say they serve the creature more than the kind. It's in verse 23, yeah, 22. And, no, 23 and 24 and, and 25. And change the glory of the uncorruptible God right. into an image made like to corruptible man and to birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. Wherefore, God also gave them up to uncleanliness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves who change the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creature more than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. So forever. right there in verse 25, it lets you know that when we heard what was going on in that denomination, how they said that God was showing them that it's okay for a man to engage and marry another man or for a woman to engage and marry another woman, it would let you know through the scriptures that they've rejected the true living God of Abraham and Isaac and Israel and the God of the prophets and the God of the holy apostles. They went and put the creature, which is nature worshiping, before the creator. So they were sun god worshipers, moon god worshipers. So the, the, so, so the question, what she says, depends on what God absolutely worships. So with that, which heads back to the first question on what is the biblical definition of marriage? What does God say marriage is? Who, let's bring it out this way. Mm -hmm. Who was the first couple married in the Bible. Genesis 2, 21. Come on, come, come on. on. That's come right. On. Come on. That's right. What book is that, sister? Genesis 2, 21 to 25. Yeah, Genesis okay. 2. Genesis 2. Amen. Starting at verse 21. And we're going to let Brother Leon read that for her. Unless she wants to read it. You 
for those who was listening, that's the book of Genesis. That's the start of the book. Mm-hmm. Chapter 2, starting at verse 21. You want it, Brother Leon? To 25. The Lord God, the Lord God caused that deep sleep to fall upon Adam. And he slept, and he took one of his ribs and closed it up. Close it up the flesh instead of instead thereof. And the rib which the Lord God had taken from man made he woman and brought it brought her unto unto the man. Mm-hmm. And Adam said, This is now please listen. Go this. ahead, brother. You yeah. got it. This is now bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she has taken out, uh, she was taken out of man. Now, we got to look at Read that. Read all the way to verse 25 real quick. Therefore, shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife and they shall be one flesh. And they were both naked. The man and his wife, and were and were not ashamed. Okay. Do you want to go back to that verse she was pointing at? No, let's, let's. One flesh. Yep. Bone. Okay. Bone. Now you look at it. When God created man and woman, He makes sure He took. He didn't go to uh, the dirt, uh, the dust again, and form woman. He put. He put. Adam to sleep, took one rib out of Adam and formed that woman. When God created Adam and Eve, he didn't create Adam and Steve. That's that, right. That, that, Come on. That don't work. You it sure about that? I'm dead sure. Okay. It, can't, it can't work. Okay. There's no way, no how, that a man can reprocreate. Well, we just read that men are getting married. Men, mm. we heard that a man is about to become a minister. <laughs> since you got it, okay? We heard that a man is also trying to be a minister in a particular denomination that they call the church. Mm. The individual said that in the church, they still want a fellowship and they're waiting for this. Here's, here's my question. Is God wrong? No. no. Okay, come on. Bring it's it out. Not. Bring it out. Bring Here's it out. Here's my question to Bring those, it out. those people. Because people need to hear. Mm-hmm. Here's my question to those people. Can love and evil coexist? Come on. It cannot. Because love and evil, God is love. And Satan is evil. Come because on. through him, this is why sin is in the world. Why was he kicked out of heaven? Because he comes with his evil thoughts. You see, sin is evil. And wherever you have sin, it's still evil. So how are you going to have a retrograde-minded person, mm-hmm. two of them sitting together, and they're not family? Because they are robbing God Come on. of a family. Come on. They are robbing God of a family. Many people love to say, oh, you rob God of tithes and offering. But they are robbing God of a family. When God says... Go and subdue the earth. 
Be fruitful and multiply. <clears throat> Explain how you're gonna do that with another man. And you know Go how ahead, brother Will. And you know how they rob God? How they do it from the Will. truth? It's when they add their own opinions behind God's word and they subtract away from God's word. Mm. See, when you add and subtract and think that you could take what God made good from the very beginning and put your ideology or your philosophy behind God's word, you think that you're better than the creator. You think that you got more authority than he has. So right there, they underneath the illusion of Satan. You know what I mean? So the guard that ordained for them, for men to go be with another man or to marry another man is not the creator, is dealing with Lucifer himself. Because when you look at the nature of Lucifer, angels can't procreate. You know, and plus Lucifer was all about himself, the eye syndrome. So when you're out there practicing men with men, it's all about self-indulgence, self-ratification. You know what I mean? And you become a self-abuser. That's when when you read the scriptures in Romans chapter 1, when it says you dishonor yourself between yourself. Because you're trying to change the gender that God made for you to be. When you was conceived out of your mother's womb. So if God told you to be a man, that means you pose a function underneath the capacity of a man. If you was born as a woman, you pose a function at the capacity of a woman. But not to choose and say, God, you made a mistake. I'm not pleased the way you made me in the gender that I'm in. So you think you have the authority to change your sex around or to think that you can go ahead and just, as a man, marry another man or a woman to what, what, marry another woman. But that is called mockery against God's creation from the very beginning. Because when God made man and woman, it was a purpose behind that. That's why. But you see, they're going to come with this question. Well, I was I was a <laughs> hermaphrodite. I mean, I have two sets of Let's break that. Mm. Let's break that down. Hold on. Hold on. Hold two on. Sex but here's the thing: what you don't understand, and you're not looking at which one is more dominant in your mind. Well, mm. that's another topic, and I don't want to get too off the subject of what is the definition. Uh-huh. Of biblical marriage. I have on the screen right here the book of Leviticus, mm -hmm. chapter 18, verses 21, 22, and 23. I'm gonna read that if you don't mind. Go ahead. And thou shalt not let any of thy seed pass through the fire of Molech. Neither shall thou profane the name of thy God. I am the Lord. Thou shalt not lie down with mankind as with womankind, it is abomination. Right. Neither shalt thou lie with just any beast to defile thyself therewith. Neither shall any woman stand before a beast to lie down. Therefore, it is confusion. Mm. Now, God is saying a man in his eyes, it's not allowed to lie down with another man as with another woman. We just seen that mankind with another man. We just seen that just Adam said, bone of my bone, 
flesh of my flesh. Mm. Now, my question is, is there just other places in the scripture, in the Bible, that would give those who are listening an understanding of the biblical definition of marriage? Do you know, is there a place where Christ speaks about marriage? Oh, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Is because what people are saying is that no one is bringing this out mm-hmm. of what marriage is. Because they're trying to hide it. For, here, here's a prime example. Mm-hmm. Um, when Barack Obama, mm-hmm. the former president, um, declared that same-sex marriage through the federal court mm-hmm. in the land of America, okay, is okay. Mm-hmm. It has been passed. Men and women go to the court to receive a marriage certificate. Why is the marriage the why is the marriage certificate between a man? and a woman accepted but the marriage certificate that comes from the same power they do not accept it between man and man and woman and woman because it's unnatural simple as that it's unnatural but the government yes. who who gives the certificate. I'm going to give you a certificate if you man and man, woman and woman. We had this conversation mm-hmm. and I say we're going to get yeah. deeper into it. Man and man, mm-hmm. woman and woman, man and woman. I, now, those who make the law, mm-hmm. okay, God says honor the law of the land. Mm-hmm. The law of the land right. is saying it's okay for the same gender to get down. But when you look at what Jesus taught, come on, you know, two thousand some similar years ago, he says, "Render to Caesar's what is Caesar's, okay, but render to God what is God." Come on, right there is a separation between church and state. But when the church and state comes together, that means that the five zero one c three been signed. That means that they dictate what should be right or dictate what should be wrong coming from the silver powers. You know what I mean? So what they did was they combined their opinions along with God's word. So what they're saying is, oh, it's okay for a man to marry a man and a man to marry a woman because we got to understand that the people that's in these positions of power, majority of them are homosexuals. Mm -hmm. Majority of them are lesbians. Majority of them got family members that's like that, so they don't want to offend nobody. Mm. So it's called ecumenicalism. It's called uniting underneath the devil's front army. You know what I mean? So what they're doing, they're coming together underneath confusion called Babylon. So the whole government is pronounced as Babylon. That's why, you know, they make certain suggestions the way they do in the higher powers, in the governments. Yes, it, it comes from, comes from, it comes from um, the Roman Catholic Church. Absolutely. And that's where you see like, like little, like little like baby statues. Mm-hmm. And um and Anastasia Bourgier mm-hmm. and all those people and all those people over, over England and Rome and everything. So all this, 
you know, since other culture is over here in America. Yeah. So like, so that's where it come from. Let me ask this question. If a male and a female make vows to each other, okay? But they have nothing official or in writing. Mm -hmm. Now remember, mm -hmm. we just stated that the government gives out three different kinds, three marriage certificates that mm -hmm. they see all as the same. Right. Okay. Now you get to answer this question first, okay, brother? If a male and a female makes vows to each other, but they have nothing official or in writing, is that marriage? And if so, how is it is? And if not, why isn't it marriage? Well, some people believe in the eyes of God, once you have sex, you are married. Married, you married once you have sex, but you know what I'm saying. But you know what I'm saying. But um, in reality, you need a license, really. A license and taxes. Those 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 um contracts. A contract with a license. You, you know, you know. For some people, that's like that's like spiritual, and like um spirituality, they believe that once you have sex, you married. Okay, that's where it comes from. And and some people claim that um in the Bible, once you have sex, the woman. You married, you know what I'm saying? Cause it's, it's scripture, it's scripture where um, where it says, once you have sex to the woman, once you have sex with a woman, you must marry her, right? Yeah, yeah, you become that. one flesh, you know what I mean? But um, going back to the writing, you know what I mean? If, if you make vows between a man and a woman, when a man and a woman make vows with each other, are you married in God's sight? Absolutely not. Because you have to have a writing, a paper, and a license to prove. And plus, you've got to have what you call joint families to come together in your marriage. It just can't be in, just between a man and a woman coming together, making vows, without having a public viewing of that to prove that, oh, yeah, they are married. You know, you got to have a community right there of families. A witness. Yes. You got to have a witness. Oh, baby, exactly. And it's Bible right here for it. I just wanted to ask a question. You said that's biblical or is it by government law that they say a man and a woman is only marriage, considered marriage, if they're um, publicly known as marriage? Yeah, you got to have like joint families and you got to be publicly known. It's like a witness right before you. And plus, you gotta have it written down on paper as a certificate that proved that I am married. And you know, it's biblical. You know what I mean? According to the Bible, it's in God's can you, word. Can you? I got it right here. Give us, okay, and that's what we want, Brother Will. Deuteronomy chapter 24 from the prophet named Moses. Deuteronomy chapter 24. Chapter 24. Yeah, verse 1, 2, and three and four. Yep. <laughs> now, this is concerning marriage and what is the definition of marriage, means what it is. Because the question comes, and I'm glad that you listen very keenly, brother. If a male 
in addition to female, okay, <laughs> makes vows to each other. I'm glad you caught that, okay? Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. But they have nothing official or in writing. Mm -hmm. Is that marriage? If so, show it. If no, show it. Let's go. Absolutely no. Okay. So we go right there to the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 24, verses 1, or down to verse 4. Okay. So listeners, follow us in the scriptures. Deuteronomy 24, somewhere verse 1, or down to verse 4, and it reads, When a man have taken a wife and marry her, that's the key word, and marry her, and it come to pass that she find no favor in his eyes because he found someone uncleanliness in her then let him write a bill of divorcement and give it in her hand and send her out of his house and when she is departed out of his house she may go and be another man's wife and if the latter husband hate her and write her a bill of divorcement, handwritten, and they give it in her hand and sendeth her out of his house. Or if the latter husband died, which took her to be his wife, her former husband, which sent her away, may not take her again to be his wife. After that, she is defiled, for that is an abomination before the Lord. And thou shalt not cause the land to sin, which the Lord thy God giveth thee for an inheritance. So right there within that scripture, to answer your question, it lets you know that the only way how you could be classified as married is not just between your two in privacy when nobody's not around. You gotta have witnesses, a congregation, the body of Christ. You gotta have somebody from a her family or his family or close associates or friends to witness that y'all two is married. Mm -hmm. So anything you do in secret is not of God because God don't do things in secret. Mm -hmm. Everything he does, he reveals on the forefront. Let me ask you this question off of Deuteronomy chapter 24, verse one. Mm -hmm. Anybody can bring this out, okay? When a man has taken a wife, comma, the wife he's already had her, he's already taken her. This is actually the brothers right. Leon, okay? Mm -hmm. But we're asking when, but the question has come out, go to the question again now. Um, I apologize, here it is. If a male and a female makes vows with each other, okay? Mm -hmm. But the vows has already been made, the marriage is consummated, okay? but they have nothing official or in writing. Is that marriage? Now, we went mm -hmm. to Deuteronomy chapter 24, verse one. Uh-huh. This is talking about divorcement. Uh-huh, right. Okay, when a man has taken a wife and married her. Mm-hmm. Okay, it doesn't say publicly or not. So if it is, publicly right, right so publicly in this uh-huh and it comes to pass that she finds and it comes to pass that she finds no favor in his eyes 
-hmm. but he has found some uncleanliness in her, then let him write her a bill of divorcement. That's not the bill of marriage. That's a bill of separation. Okay, can I answer that? Yes, you can, my brother, please. For them, for him to be able to give her a bill of divorcement, yes. if you flip it around and reverse it, well, they had to have a bill of marriage for him to be able to have a bill of divorcement. Is that speculation or is that is? No, sir. Okay. No, sir, because you got to understand the children of Israel during that time was a nation. Yes. And they had rules and regulations. They came from Abraham Abraham when he set up the government. You know what I mean? Then you have Moses that also set up the government of how the children of Israel should follow the laws of God's commandments. Right. And right here in the laws of God's commandments, when a patriarch back during the time of Israel, when he had a damsel was about to get married, the man that was going to marry his daughter had to prove that he could like provide for her and be able to take care of her. Okay. You know what I mean? So in the same time, for them to be able to have any type of bill of divorcement, it had to be a letter to prove that they were married. Now, my question is, and is that speculation or? No, sir. Okay, so Brother Will, mm -hmm. we do understand that they had marriages, okay? Right. And so, this is a question that I'm thinking that we have to show. Mm -hmm. Okay, we have to show it, just like we show the divorcement. We there is, and I apologize to you, but you might have to come back to this. But there is a letter of divorcement. There is a bill mm -hmm. that the man writes. The father is either giving the daughter away, you're either buying the daughter through some kind of service, or through marriage, or some gift. Or some gift. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, with that, that has to be shown because a lot of people believe that they can just come in and take a man's daughter. No, sir. A lot of people believe that, oh, we just met each other at the shopping mall. We like one another. Next thing you know, we get married. A lot mm -hmm. of people do believe that the moment that they lie down with a virgin and they are connected to that virgin, that is their wife. Mm. A lot of people believe that. Right. Then there are those that says, no, I can just sleep with you and just make love with you and just push you on your way and then you go to another man mm. see it's so much what is the biblical right. definition of marriage but i don't want to linger too long because i do want to get to the difficult marriage go ahead brother leo when you look at those those things those are called fornication that's right that's all it is fornication you slept with that woman but you have no promise nothing no connection with her you send her on her way and you go on to the next woman that is fornication okay okay i'm gonna bring something out here so we can let's go here i'm gonna bring something out here there is no attachment mm-hmm okay that is the lust of the mind you see a shapely woman mm-hmm you want to go to sleep with her that's pure lust when you decided to marry to a woman you are saying in your head that you gonna love this woman 
remember, remember, love is not a feeling, it's mm. a principle. Absolutely. Right? So when you choose to love a woman, you're going to love her. You're going to... Look at love. It's an action you take to prove to someone. God has taken his action towards us. Mm -hmm. When he sent his son to die on the cross for us, mm -hmm. he what? Prove that he loves us. Mm -hmm. Because he want to what? Redeem us back to himself. Mm -hmm. Because we are sinners. Yes. So that love alone has shown you, even until death of Christ, shown that love. When a man love a woman, that's why in our um, mm. Is love marriage? If a man love a woman? No. Okay. I believe it's in First Corinthians, chapter seven. Chapter seven. Mm -hmm. It says, "A man should love his wife like what?" Right, not the no, now, in Ephesians chapter five. Ephesians, yeah, yeah, Ephesians. Ephesians five. Yeah, and I, I'm glad that you said that because I have here, which I wanted to. Um, wait a minute, is it this way? Ephesians five twenty-four. It's where I yes. wanted to um, bring up. Verses where it's um, is it? But I think that written letter is very important, right there too. It is. It's very important. Well, yeah, gonna... it is important. Yeah, I'm not saying that the letter is not important. Can I know? You know what I'm saying? Can I can I bring up other religions? Like in the five percent gods and earth, when I was part of the five percent, you could marry that, you could be with that woman without having any type of public um, family ceremony and say, that's my queen. And that's my wife, cause I lay down with her. That's my goddess. I'm the God, the black God. So we don't have to like make vows in front of nobody. You just lay down with her, that become your wife. Yeah, that's where you're That's in 5% gods and earth. So let me play this Wilson, real quick. Wilson. And the Hebrew Israelites. I'm a, um, well, I'll read them. Mm-hmm. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 22 Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 24 Therefore as the church is subjected unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Colossians chapter 3 verse 18 Wives, Submit yourselves unto your own husbands as it is fit in the Lord. Titus chapter 2 verse 5. To be discreet, chaste, keepers at home, good, obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God be not blasphemed. First Peter chapter 3 verse 1. Likewise, ye wives be in subjection to your own husbands, that if checks any, your own husbands, obey not the word, they, your own husbands, also may, without the word, mm -hmm. be won by the conversation of the wives. First Peter chapter three, verse five, for just after this manner in the old time, the holy women, just mm -hmm. also who trusted in God, adorned themselves, being in subjection unto their own 
Husbands, how do a woman become married? What is the biblical definition of marriage? She has her own husband. Mm -hmm. See, the fact what, what we're trying to ask, and if we have to continue, I also want to go to um, John chapter 4 where that Christ speaks to a woman. Mm -hmm. And if we go to, if we start at verse 19, but you want that, Will? Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. Are we going to like take turns like How, go around? Well, I prefer us to start because the conversation is important. Okay. But I want to stop at where that Christ says, where that Christ is revealing to the woman who she is. Mm -hmm. And one of the ways is by her husband. Plural. That's plural. Mm -hmm. Yes. See. Yes. Or we can just take it. We can take it from verse nine, and we can go ahead in this twenty. It goes here, so we can do maybe four. So it goes to twenty. And Jesus said unto her, "Okay, yeah, it's here." Verse 18. Yeah, you must start right there in verse 18? Or yes, a little we bit won't stop at verse 18. Okay. See, we won't stop at verse 18, but we starting at verse um, four. Uh, right here, starting at verse six. You wanna go? Yes, sir. Okay. Now, Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being weary with his journey, sat thus on the well, and it was about the sixth hour. Can you read that one more time by starting off with the chapter, the verse? Oh yeah, St. John chapter four, starting with verse six, all the way down to verse 18. Now, Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being weary with his journey, sat thus on the well, and it was about the sixth hour. That means 12 o'clock PM. Mm -hmm. There cometh a woman of Samaria to draw water. Jesus said unto her, Give me to drink. For his disciples were gone away unto the city to buy meat. Brother Dion. Then said the woman of Samaria unto him, How is it that thou, being a Jew, askest drink of me, which I am a woman of Samaria? For the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knewest the gift of God, and who it is that saith to thee, Give me to drink, thou wouldest have asked of him, and he would have given thee living water. Then the woman said unto him, Sir, thou hast nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. From whence then hast thou that living water? Brother, verse 12. Verse 12. Art thou greater than our father Jacob, which gave us the well, and drank thereof himself, and his children, and his cattle? Jesus answered and said to her, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again. But whosoever drank of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him 
and well of water springing up unto everlasting life. I'll read these. Then the woman said unto him, Sir, give me this water that I thirst not, neither come here to draw. Jesus said unto her, Go, call thy husband and come hither. The woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said unto her, Thou hast well said, I have no husband, for thou hast had five husbands, and he whom thou hast now is not thy husband. In that says thou truly. Mm -hmm. My question to this is also as what the brother stated, and also what you're saying. Her four, her five husbands that, that she had were, were just all ceremonial, and she had five bills of divorcement, according to the law. Or is that sexual intercourse based off of how God sees a man and a woman when they lie down together? Does God see that, that, one other thing, hold on, hold on. We, I wanna bring this all the way out. Just remember that and keep that, Brother Will. If you don't, you got pen and paper, okay? Okay. Okay, Um, I wanna to go to the book of John. No, 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 I wanna to go to, no, I'm not gonna to go to the verse. I'm gonna just ask this question, mm -hmm. okay? To go along with this, okay? Right. Joseph never slept with Mary. Right. Right. But was engaged to right, her. Right. Right. <laughs> never had the ceremony, mm -hmm. but was called her husband. Mm hmm. Okay. So she, a matter of fact, let's go to the book of Matthew. Matthew. Right. Okay. Let's go to the book of Matthew. Let's go to Matthew chapter. Maybe chapter one? Uh, two. Chapter two? Yes, it had to be chapter one, brother. Chapter one, it is. Because, um, remember the book of Luke explains mm -hmm. the whole story. So here it is that she has to explain this story to her husband about what's taking place. Now, it says, I think it started at verse 18. Right, right. I'm gonna just read that and y'all two can take the rest. Now, the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise, when as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. Verse 19, brother. And Joseph, her husband. Right he, there. Mm -hmm. Joseph, her husband. Mm -hmm. There you go. Now, but, but, it, but you can continue. No sexual, no ceremonies but continue brother being a just man and not willing to make her a public example was minded to put her away privately the divorce mm -hmm. to put her away privately he can't he can't he can't he can't he can't, he can't, he can't, he can't, he can't, he can't 
kid divorced while he hasn't married yet. He's called the husband. But, yeah, but, but, but he's you, called. Okay, the, okay, come okay. on, come on. Can I break it down? Y'all yeah. break, break it. Hold on, I just. Hold on, I'm ready. I'm ready. Hold on, I had interrupted his thought. Right. So finish that thought. Go ahead. Go ahead, Lee. So you look at that. You look at that. The reason why the Bible already says they are husband because you right. see, he is coming from who? Because David. the lineage of the him, of Joseph, uh -huh. is coming from the lineage of David. Yes, sir. Right? And who you think gonna take the throne of David? Jesus. You see, she is also coming from the lineage. Well, you see, it can't trace to she. He's got to trace to who? The man. So if the man has to trace through it, how is it that Joseph gonna put her away when God already said, "No, you are chosen to raise this child." Verse nineteen, verse twenty, brother Will. Okay, verse nineteen. Then Joseph, her husband, mm -hmm. being a just man, perfect man, and not willing to make her a public example, mm -hmm. was minded to put her away privately. Verse twenty. But while he thought on these things, mm -hmm. behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him mm -hmm. in a dream, saying, Joseph, thy son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. Let's stop right here. Go ahead. What was going on is God already knew, it was already set up and predestinated that Joseph was going to be the husband of the wife. Because it was already prophesied in the book of Isaiah. You know what I mean? When you go to Isaiah chapter 7, verse 13, that this virgin would give birth to the Son of God. Okay. You know what I mean? So Joseph was already called in mission in prophecy along with Mary from the whole get-go. So when you engage, with me, which means betrothed, you know what I mean? Betrothed, engaged, you are not really married yet. Yes. You know what I mean? But you're preparing yourself for marriage. Because if you have sex with the one that you're engaged with, you committed fornication. That's why it came past his mm. mind and came past his heart to put her away privately. How's he going to put her up? I'm sorry, continue. You know, to put her away privately so she won't be stoned. Because she had an outward sin that was being shown. Mm. She was pregnant. And she, she and he was considered... Wait a minute. He was considered as a just man. So if she had an open sin of pregnancy being put right before her, he was reminded to put her away privately because of the love that she he had for his wife. You know, he might not understood, but since he was just and since he was connected with God, he went ahead was was minded to put her away privately so she would not be stoned. Because underneath the law, you were stoned to death mm -hmm. for what? if you was caught in fornication yeah. or adultery. Or, or if a man did not have sexual intercourse with that woman because you was engaged and she went he out there and right commit fornication, you was caught, what? You would be stoned to death because it was outside of marriage. They were not even married yet. It was engaged, called husband. Yes, you could say that's your husband when you're engaged. You could say that's your wife, but you're not legally married yet. See, that's that's a spouse. That's an interest. That that's something that I want to respond to. But um, my wife has something that she wants me to read out that she has. She says, in Genesis chapter two, God declares it is not good for Adam, the first man, mm -hmm. to live alone. Mm -hmm. 
Right. All the just animals are there, but none of them are a suitable partner for Adam. God, therefore, in a special act of creation, makes a woman. Mm -hmm. Just a few verses later, the woman is called his wife. Genesis chapter 2, verse 25. Eden was the scene of the first marriage ordained by God himself. Mm -hmm. Thus, just author of Genesis then records the standard by which are four, which, which, which just all future marriages are defined. Mm. A man leaves his father and mother and is united to his wife and they become one flesh. I know is sexual intercourse one, okay. Let me ask it that's this way one. also. Let me ask it this I gotta way. Answer that's, that. Me too. That's a great question. That's, that's, a, good, that's a good one. That's an excellent um, one. Let me put it out this way. <laughs> if a child is born, what God has joined together, let no man put asunder. Uh-huh. Right? Let right. no man put right. asunder. God has joined the mind of two people together. Mm-hmm. The hold on. The two people separate. I go my way, but she still is carrying the soul, the seed is in her. Now her mind is beginning to fuse with my mind, regardless if I want it or not, because I'm thinking that, hey, I just committed fornication, but God has brought the child together. What God has joined together, let no man separate. Let no man separate. Is that marriage? That's not marriage. No. That's no, called. That's not marriage. No, that's not marriage. When a man and woman don't have no views, like you know what? Let's go back to the beginning. When Adam and Eve, when God joined them together, they had witnesses. And you know who the witnesses was? The Father, the Son, the, Son, the Holy Spirit, and the angelic host. Well, we and, we know the Godhead body. Yeah, that was the witness. Is the witness. We that's the witness. know that that's the a Godhead government. body because we know that the eyes of the Lord are in every place. It's seeing the, the good and the evil, okay? Uh-huh. But tap him real quick. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, we know right. that 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 God sees everything. Right. We know that the biblical definition of marriage is what God says it is. Right, right. See right. what I'm saying? That's it's right. What God says it is. Right. God has Define the first marriage by taking his daughter, whom he created, right, and has given it to his son Adam, who he has created. Right, marriage right. is defined as a father also giving away his child. Right, see, not somebody just taking them or how you receive this child. Right, now that now because Joseph's because Mary's father sees Joseph as husband to his daughter mm -hmm. like is that marriage because the father sees it god is calling joseph her husband. husband but that's in with but god is engaged the term of hold on 
You're not married yet? This. Let's break down engaged. Okay. Go yes. and look it up. Go ahead, brother. But look, I'm saying though, right? So was Murray living with him? Nope. Okay, but check this out. <laughs> Let's read it now. Nah. Mm. In those days, they never lived together. Nah. She called Let's her, read wait, it wait, now. Wait, 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 wait. She called him her husband. Yeah, but she still didn't live with him. Let me, let, let yeah. me show you that. In those days... Engaged those, definition. Joseph is far more older than Mary. Mary is 16 when she married to Joseph. Yeah. And he was 40. He already had children. Absolutely, from a, a previous marriage. Hold on now, hold on now, hold on now. That's another subject yeah. right there. But he was a, um, his wife had died. His wife his died. Wife died. Yeah, he death died. separate the marriage. Right? Joseph, Who was his wife? If, if, uh, the Bible didn't say. But if you look at it, it mm. said Joseph being just man. Do you know what it means? Mary, Mary only had one son, um, one child. Jesus. Jesus. She didn't have any more. They have James. James came from Joseph. James is Joseph's child. Yeah. That's, in that's, fact, yeah. his brothers. What you mean, Mary only had one child, and James? See, and James, James is Joseph's child. When that after Mary birthed Jesus, it says that then Joseph laid with her, and she had children. Yeah. This is in the Bible. Can, can you show that? We, we, we need edification on that because, one. See, because now we're that. about to. But I want to break down engage. Now we're about to. I think it's in. Uh, let's go oh, ahead. Let's break down engage. Hold on, because you just asked for something, brother. Mm -hmm. Let's go to. Let's go here and. Because uh, it says he didn't know her. Let's see. Yeah, I know. He didn't okay, know so then that means he knew her then. Later, saying, Where is he? okay? No, 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 no. Here you go, right here. Joseph, Joseph married to Honey. Yeah. Oh, it's this one back here. Okay. No, it's in the book of Luke. My apologies. It's in the book of Luke. Go to the book of Luke. And let's go to the birth of Jesus. See this right here? I'm a, I can't get it all, but when and they were. I'm going to have to get that verse where it shows that Joseph and Mary came together. But even in the book of Luke, chapter 2, verse 7, which is specific, and she brought forth her firstborn child. Well, you talking about in Luke chapter 1, verse 26, 27? Yes, see. It's in Luke chapter 1, verse 26, 27. Let's see. Luke chapter 1, verse 26, 27. Let's see. Because the question goes out was Joseph married before Mary? No. Yeah, of the children. Yeah, it's right there in Luke, chapter 1. He was married before. And in the sixth month of the angel Gabriel was sent unto God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou that art highly favored, 
the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his sins, and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel says unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. Go away, Brother Will. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and break forth a son, uh -huh. and shall call his name Jesus. Uh -huh. He shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Highest. Mm -hmm. And the Lord God shall, shall give unto him the throne of his father David. Uh -huh. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there shall be no end. Uh -huh. Then say Mary unto the angel, How should this be, seeing I know not a man? Okay. And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Spirit shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. Right there, just let you know about the Son of God being born from Mary. But it never say anything about her having no more children after, you know what I mean, Jesus Christ. Because I got it's other books and chapters in Matthew chapter 13. What I was looking for is she does says no man has ever touched me. Right. The scripture says, I think in the book of Matthew or the book of Luke, that 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 she was found with child before they came together. Right. Okay, what's coming together? Sexual intercourse. So, okay, so he did not know her until after Christ was born. Mm -hmm. Then after Christ was born, he is the eldest of the children. So how is he the eldest unless she, he, he is the first? Joseph, if you read the bloodline, is the rightful king, but cannot sit on the throne. Hey, brother. Hey, bro yeah, you got, you got to stop. Is the rightful king. However, he comes also have a cursed bloodline on him where that God says, I shall see a certain individual childless and will never sit on the throne. However, Joseph is from that bloodline. So he can't sit on the throne. So he comes to a virgin from Mary who's also from that bloodline to sit on that throne. So what, so what y'all are saying is that is that Joseph passed that right to another child and not by and not through Christ because we know in the Old Testament if a man marries a pregnant woman and that's the firstborn child all his rights go to that child mm -hmm. so that means all the rights of Joseph went to Jesus all through that bloodline so why didn't he go to another child from that seed and then and I don't want us to jump off the subject of marriage, but but that's a deep thing to say that Joseph have children outside of his marriage. He was married before. Yeah. But I'm gonna show you. Let's go. And I'm going to Matthew 13. Let's go back to Abraham time. Right. Was the promise seed through Ishmael or Isaac? Isaac. It was through Isaac. So why is it that? Because Isaac is who. First born to Sarah. Abraham. Yes. 
Abraham. Yes. Right? But he had a brother. Right, right, so why right. Didn't he, why Sarah. didn't all of his 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 right, right went to to, Isaac, it, to to Ishmael? Because because and that's a great question. Right. Amen. Because Sarah replies to Abraham and said, This child will not get the birthright. Where that God told Abraham, he to your wife, because God chose Isaac. He said, through Isaac, because he promised. Hold on. Hold on. Hold, no, no. Hold on. Because Sarah was his wife. Sarah gave him a handmaid. And that hand, hold on. And that handmaid. Once it came out, he said to Sarah, do what you want. God told Hagar to be underneath Sarah. God told Abraham what he would do to Shech Ishmael, but he was not the one that shall be chosen to bring forth Christ. That's all that is. You see what I'm saying? His wife, that was his mistress. That, that woman belonged to Sarah, but, not to Abraham. But if you notice that King Solomon, right, who was the wisest man on the earth by the help of the Holy Spirit, he said what has been is going to be. Yes. Some things are just a shadow of the things to come. So when you look at Abraham about to sacrifice, sacrifice Isaac upon the altar, that was a foreshadow of Jesus. Okay. But Isaac did have another brother named okay. Ishmael yes. that came from a previous relationship before Isaac was even born. An Egyptian woman. The Egyptian woman. So do history repeat itself? So it was not Isaac a type of the antitype dealing with Jesus? It was not his siblings no. an antitype? Yes. Because the altar that Isaac was about to be sacrificed upon was symbolic to the cross. Okay. You know what I mean? Because remember, Isaac thought he was the promised seed that should be sacrificed upon that altar. So that's why he was delighted to go with Abraham. Okay. You know what I mean? To be able to be sacrificed okay. on that altar because he thought that was the fulfillment of the scripture that was written upon the one that should die for the world. You know what I mean? So he thought he, thought he was the promised child. But when you look at Isaac, that was a foreshadow and a type of an anti-type that took place with Jesus. But he also had a semblance that was older than he was. So it lets you know that if Isaac was a foreshadow, like a type for an anti-type dealing with Jesus, it lets you know even the sibling that Isaac had was a symbol of Jesus when he had other brothers outside of Mary that came from a previous relationship that Joseph had. Let me ask you this question. Because Abraham had a previous relationship before what? Engagement. Uh, 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 uh. Sarah was his wife. That was his wife. Well, but, but he had a child before. Isaac came on the scene. Yeah. Of course, but we know why because God is specific and direct. Mm -hmm. We know why. It's not like that we are trying to figure this out. We know that Sarah's right faith did not think she would have a child. So she said, lie with this woman. And the child was born. Mm -hmm. However, someone who is higher, who sits back and say, this is the law. Yes. And this is not. This is what I want. And this is what I don't want. He said, because Isaac, because Ishmael is your seed, I will bless him. However, the prophecy is coming through Sarah, through Sarah. Isaac. Ooh. It's it's still part of her body. Yeah. 
But the reason why she's I said, still the, favored in God's eye. The reason why I said Sarah's womb mm -hmm. because we, you gotta understand that. And I agree with that. The man's the man is this carries the seed of the nation. He carries the soul. Yes. He carries the seed of the nation because he could go to different different women, have different different children, and God, none of them is the promised one. But the woman you are married to. Mm -hmm. Is the it is she is the nourisher of the nation, so that nation because the the promised nation through Abraham's seed was because if you notice Ishmael was another nation, it was a different nation. It is not the the, the nation that was going to be blessed. Ishmael was a different nation. Yes, he was a different nation. He was a different nation, and he had the Egyptian blood. He was born out of a Egyptian woman. The Bible is very specific on that. So we know that that God didn't but, want. We know that the Egyptians did not approve of the Hebrews. But still, God is. But still, He had born them. Go ahead, brother. Yeah, but the breakdown dealing with Joseph having other children outside of Mary yes. is right here. And this is coming from Sister White in okay. the pen of inspiration. Okay. It says right here, it says, your question really grows out of the fact that the Bible mentions that the brothers and sisters of Jesus. Okay. And Sister White says that the brothers were older than he, okay. the sons of Joseph. Okay. This would imply that Joseph had indeed been married before and was widowed. You will find the brothers of Jesus referred to in John chapter 7, verse 1 and 10. Okay. And the same book, St. John chapter 2, verse 12. Let's go there to St. John chapter 7, verse 1 okay. and 10. Let's go to John chapter 7. It's always good to have clar clarification. 7 at verse 1 and 2? No, verse 1 through verse 10. Okay. After these things, Jesus walked in Galilee. For he would not walk in Jerusalem. Jewelry. Jerusalem. Jewelry. 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 Because the Jews sought to kill him. Uh -huh. Now the Jews feast of oh, Jews feast of tabernacle at hand. His brethren, right. which is his brother, right. his brethren therefore said unto him, Depart hence and go unto Judea, that thy disciples also may see the works that thou hast thou doest. Okay. And for for there is no man that doeth anything in secret, and he himself sitteth, seeketh to be known openly. Okay. If thou do these things, shew thyself unto the world. For, for neither did his brethren believe in him. Mm -hmm. That Jesus said unto them, My time is not yet come, but your time is always ready. Okay. This is Christ telling his own brothers, Joseph's Joseph son. Joseph's son. But that's first. We know he has brothers. Let's get that clear. Yeah, but Joseph's sons. Let's show that they are Joseph's sons outside of Mary. Okay. Mm -hmm. We know they're Joseph's sons. Mm -hmm. We know that. We know that Christ is supposedly the son. Joseph as the Bible says supposedly right okay so that's in the scriptures show that they are mm -hmm. from another person 
not who you're trying to show that they are the elder. Show that. Not because somebody yeah, keep on reading, show bro. that they are elder. Continue. The world cannot hate you, but me it hated. Because I testify of it that the works thereof are evil. Uh -huh. Go ye up unto the feast. I go not up yet unto this feast, mm -hmm. for my time is not yet full come. Hanukkah. When he had said these things unto them, he abode still in Galilee. But when his brethren were gone up, then when he also go unto the feast, not openly, but as it were in secret. I know, I know, I know all of that because it shows you that was just showing you that Christ had to go up to Galilee unto that feast because the priest wanted to kill him. They wanted, and if you notice, it says, my time has not come. Now, let's go to um, St. John Saint, chapter 2. Chapter 2, verse 12. So, verse we went to 7, and now we're going to 12. Yeah, chapter verse, 2, verse 12. 2? Yeah, chapter 2, verse 12. Verse 12. That's connected with um, St. John chapter 7. Okay. And after this, he went to Capernaunum. He and his mother and his brethren and his disciples and they continued there many days why are why he's not the oldest son so so yeah it's it let you know he's his the mother right and his brethren's right his brethren it, it's, it's separated so no and is in addition to okay yeah, they, they they're all the same family. Yeah, but they they older than he is. How? Easy. Mary was a virgin. It never says Joseph had any children in the scriptures but, by but, no but, other wife. But, no. Can, can I be honest with you? Yeah. The scriptures, the, brother. The, but the Bible specifically says okay, come on. that Jesus is the son of Mary. Yes. But when it says the brother, it never say the sons. Because of Mary. you know why? Hold on, can I get Come my on now. explanation in that? Come on. Okay. Can we go to the book of Luke? This is why. Let's go. This is why. Let's go to the book of Luke. And let's go to chapter one. And we and we want to read from where Mary, and we want to do mm -hmm. the Three at right. a time, okay? Gotcha. So I'll do the first three. And we want to look at Mary right. and the angel who's speaking with Mary. And why he's called the son of Mary and not Joseph. It's very important because the book of Luke tells us why that is. Okay. You know what? Let's go because I'm going to show you. Okay. Yeah, hey, brother, 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 brother. Yeah. You recording on the mic, it's gonna record all that sound. And in the sixth month, this is the book of Luke, starting at chapter one, verse 26. Mm -hmm. And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth, mm -hmm. to a virgin, espoused to a husband, I'm sorry, to a virgin espoused to a man 
whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou that art highly favored, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Verse 29, brother. And when she saw him, mm -hmm. she was troubled at his saying, mm -hmm. and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. Mm -hmm. And the angel said unto her, Fear not. Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. Brother, we are. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know? Okay. And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Spirit shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore, also that holy things which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. So this is why he's not the son of Joseph. You will never hear him as the son of Joseph. Most of the time when you hear a child being born and a woman is borning a child, the child is being born unto that father. For shucks, Isaac is born unto Abraham. Mm -hmm. He's Abraham's son. Right. This is God's son, mm -hmm. but is called the son of Mary. The other children God has given to Joseph, they his sons. Joseph is not a man who just married Joseph who just, in my perspective of reading the scriptures, I've never seen where Joseph is just a man where that God is saying, I'm gonna just give you protection. I'm gonna just give you this man. He, he had already had children. He's gonna raise up Jesus until I'm ready and then die. He, 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 you will not bring forth this, this man a child. And I don't see that. I do believe that these children are the sons of Joseph as Christ is the son of God. That's what I believe. Right, 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 and right. The, yes, brother. Hold on, I gotta ask something. Yes, brother. Remember what I said, Mary was 16 when she had Jesus. Yes. Who old was Joseph? Mm. In his 40s. That's an okay. appeal of inspiration. It doesn't matter because- It does. It does matter. Moses lived to be 180. Abraham, he lived. When we talking about yeah. underneath God, most of the time when in the biblical mm -hmm. days, a, a young man is not ready for marriage until he's 30. You're not mm -hmm. ready for a child until you are married at 30. Most of the time when you are that's married, when you talk, talk. That, this that, is... That's when you, you see, if you notice, if it goes back into the biblical days, yes. that only means when you when it becomes 30 that means you become a priest no 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 in the biblical days you that's in, in the you talking about Leviticus. in the biblical days i'm just not yeah, talking divine. about the priesthood i'm not talking yeah. about yeah. jesus christ but who marriage, has marriage marriage because i could tell you marriage starts earlier back then if you notice mary at the age of 16 yes. was given unto marriage to joseph yes why right because Back then, a 16-year-old could be given. 
but why giving to Joseph? Why give it to a why not give it to a man who is prepared to provide, take care of, to make sure? Why give him to a little boy who can't well, do those on. things during the time that the Romans are taking young men and putting these young men inside of their chef's armies and stuff like this? Why not give it to an established man now, who is around that time? Continue. Now, if you look at if you look at the, the history of everything and yes. all that, Joseph was already established. That's what I'm saying. He was a competent, right? He That's is what I'm saying. He, a 16 a year girl is hold underneath on, hold one. On, man. Yes. Joseph, a competent, already had a trade, mm -hmm. right? Yes. A young man who is an apprentice, his father has money. That's how comes these young men will marry. Okay. All right. Okay. Because. Joseph was a carpenter, and if you look at the class at that time that Joseph fall under, he would he couldn't have a, he couldn't sit on the throne. Okay. Because if he ever declared himself worthy, he will be killed. Mm -hmm. So did Joseph leave his when when but the Most High God sent the. Joseph is the lineage take, of David. Right, That's why Joseph right. was I know chosen. That. Right, right, right. Joseph is the lineage of David. Of the tribe of Judah. And see, but Joseph is the lineage of David. True. That's a fact. The tribe of Judah. Okay. We know that Joseph, I mean, Judah, slept with Tamar, right? Is a name. Tamar, or Tate. Um, Tamar. Tate, he oh, slept with Tamar. Oh, no, hold John. on. Tamar was supposed to be given to Judas' children. Oh, Judas' children. Mm -hmm. Instead, the first to consummate the marriage, okay, the first husband died, okay? The second son, he pulled out of her body and just released himself and God killed him. The third person that was supposed to bring her children, he forgot to give this woman to was his son. Young. No, he said he forgot. He, he was too young. He was too young, but he said, wait until he get a certain age. Don't yeah. matter how old she get. Don't matter. We not talking about today's time. We talking about where that underneath the power of God that that these men and women that had his favor are living until they're in their hundreds and Ham yeah. is having babies and are delivering them and they becoming strong men and women. Hold on. But hold yeah. on. You said men, men living in their hundreds. But you said no matter how long a lot a woman at that time was not delivering babies at a hundred. No, no, I'm not saying that they were delivering Sarah. babies at 100. We know that Sarah uh, was Sarah, one of the oldest. Sarah was a special case. Hold, we know that. That was a foreshadow of Mary. Hold on. See, Tamar, because you notice the fact yeah, that the they are mentioned sense, in the, in the lineage. A woman right, right. Not. 
and Even in the, the lineage. Time, a man could get a young girl pregnant, but an old woman can't get pregnant because her eggs are gone. Well, that's See, not true. It is women to these days. I'm trying to. Babies yeah. at the age of mm -hmm. I'm trying to because the proven. because what has been stated is is that about Joseph, which I didn't right. want to go in this way. Right, right, right. But I think it's very important because people are listening. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? And the fact of the matter is, who is, it's just like saying Eve and Lilith. Okay? Right, 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 right. It's just right, like right, saying, right. who I'm is saying. Lilith? Who mm -hmm. is the first wife of Adam? They say, oh, it's Lilith. That's in the midst of books, right. And then you say, well, show where it is. Yeah, that's you in the can't book. find it. See, yeah. there you go. You know yeah. that they said before yeah, that's in the Eve, books. Adam had a wife. Right. And then yeah. nobody could show it in the scriptures. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. always a base of speculation. Mm -hmm. And this is what I don't want us to get tangled into. Mm -hmm. If we want to talk about it and we know we're going to have these right. subjects. If you know you want to mention that Joseph had a wife, bring it out. Bring it out because a lot of people are holding these things and say, yeah, you have a wife, and, uh, but, but I can't show you because it's secret knowledge. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no such so, thing, no secret knowledge. All right. Right. So right. then, but we're going to mm. leave that right. there. Right. We want to let the show's audience know that we do thank y'all for participating into this program. If you have any questions, you can leave them. We will just ask these questions and the panel will try to answer them the best way that they can now um we're going on the next subject and the next subject is difficult marriage but before we get into this brother leon can you lead us in this with prayer brother now we're going somewhere now yeah, yeah. yeah. No, amen we really need to pray for this once more, dear God, we pray, dear Lord, that you will hide us behind the cross, dear Father, for this discussion, dear Father, will take on your likeness to mm -hmm. enlighten the minds of people, dear Lord. Father, in every situation, dear God, we got difficulties, but because of your grace and your mercy, dear Father, that you are taking us through all difficulties, especially in marriage. My Father, who art in heaven, Guide our words, dear God. Let our mind, dear Father, be in yours. Father, take care, take care of each and every words, dear God, that will come, which will be, which we will be used as vessels, dear God, that your words, dear God, is law. Your words, dear Father, will guide all the nation, dear Father. Help us, dear Father, to enlighten these people and enlighten their minds, that their minds do will also be in you or your mind will also be in them dear god my father thank you for this discussion that will help us dear father to enrich us and embody the soul please hear our prayer dear father and answer in jesus name i pray amen amen okay leave it up.